The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Today's episode of Zane's World is brought to you free today in part by True Car. Ooh, I love True Car. And Hotel Tonight. Ooh, I love Hotel Tonight. You'll hear more about them in a bit, but for now, enjoy the show. Hop on a boat, a car, a train, a plane, it's time to go around the world with Zane. So this is kind of a big day here on the Zane's World podcast. We have Steve live in Philadelphia, which is not really that big of a deal. Uh, but we also have Chris Wisdom. And Chris, Chris is here for a specific reason. You can talk, it's fine. Yeah, it's part oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, Wait, turn me on. I'm we running, turn, yeah. off. turn you on or turn your mic up? No, turn if my mic turn on. If you're going to turn her on, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> turn her on, give her a shower, make it all happen. Oh, my God. What does that mean? Because he remembers when you wouldn't shower me. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. Okay, that's I a know. throwback Which to another episode. you couldn't episode. shower yourself? You wouldn't I shower? I couldn't shower myself, and he wouldn't shower that's, me. And then okay. he had the audacity to give me a hard time about that's, not showering. Yes, by the way. Like, I have been asking you for three days in a row, please, will you shower me today? Because of Mel's <laughs> back surgery, she needed help showering. Like sponge bag. Yeah. Yeah. If you really needed help, showering i would have given you a hard time incidentally huh? i would have definitely given you a hard time and i don't think it's what you're talking about oh god <laughs> no i'd legitimately okay. no, but yeah. by the way for anyone listening yeah. or involved in Brought this room or anybody home. else it's like it's like like mel would say can you shower me and i said no he did no he said yeah i will no problem and i'll like, say when when can you do that and he said okay just remind me tonight and i'll shower you and i'll it'll come to tonight and then he's like well mel i'm just really busy and i'm so tired let's just do it tomorrow <laughs> like, and that happened like three days in so a row he's like you don't even that's smell so stupid. Bad. that's yeah. so stupid so listen well, i can imagine it can get tired some you know days on months on you know mel you're just gonna have to start showering yourself well, <laughs> no, nah. sorry I mean, honey pie if anybody could can help me get I, out of this situation. yes, fine. yes you exactly well, I guess you want to be like an enabler zane i mean oh. she's gonna have to scrub her ass no, on her own wow. 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 wow eventually i was able to lift my arms up over my head and okay. safely step into the shower on my own okay. but you were like mel when are you in a shower i was like dude I asked you to freaking shower me. Okay. I hope everyone's getting a great, <laughs> getting a great visual. We're, oh, my God. But we would wear a Well, Zane said, well, you just didn't ask the question right. I said, how am I supposed to ask no. you? And he said, you're supposed to say, Mel, will you wash my, or Zane, will you wash my boobs today? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's yeah. like, I would have yes. reacted real quick. Okay, by the way, yes. that conversation did happen. I remember it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so we had a bit of a bet. Before we get to our, the interview with our amazing guest, Ryan Bingham, we, we have a guest here in the studio. And, and this guest, uh, Chris Wisdom, is... Howdy. I almost said Steve Wisdom. And those words would oh, never dude. be used together. <laughs> Steve and Wisdom are not words you'd ever use together. No, he wants yeah. to marry no. me. Yeah. He <laughs> no, he says he wants to, he's in love No, he wants to be like you. He okay, said. okay. Uh, yeah. so, so we had a bet. Um, I guess it would be right around New Year's, which was about a, a month ago, mm-hmm. where uh, Josh weighed in at 265. I weighed in at 216. And Steve weighed in at 178. Mm-hmm. So Josh was going to go from his weight to my weight, 265 to 216. I was going to go from my weight to Steve's weight, 216 to 178. Mm-hmm. Steve was going to go the same ratio from 178 to 159. Okay? Okay. Josh weighed in today, 266. Okay. So, that, <laughs> so, so let's just say- From 268? 265. Okay. Okay. Still heavier. He went the wrong way. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he, it's, let's just say he's not doing his well. muscle. He, okay. You know, I mean, it's been a month. I mean, you know, okay. whatever. A month of muscle? A month of muscle. And so, Steve, what what do you weigh right now? This morning, I weighed 174. Okay, so- the right direction. That's respectable. He's going in the right direction. Yeah. Me, Especially for his ratio. I picked up a couple. 
No, Steve. You started at 178. I know, but I think maybe he went down and he's going back up. Yeah, I'm on I'm on the up right <laughs> oh, now. He's on, a, he's on a little bit of a oh, roller coaster okay. ride. Okay. So it's he's like fluctuating. Okay. Yeah. That is completely natural. If you I'm putting ju- on muscle. If you, yeah. Yeah, right, buddy. So <laughs> that's the funny thing he's ever said. So if you can like lose weight over the course of three months and go from A to B and never go up and down and spike, like that's just weird. That makes no sense. You have, have to, little, yeah, you have to have those. Yeah. So me, I weighed in. Oh, you're asking me? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you the answer. Tell us. 203. From 216? From 216. That's pretty good. The catch is a little embarrassing because Chris just happens Weren't to be- were you like 195 last week? No. Are you going back up? No, I was two. I was 206 or 205. So you're still going down. Yeah. Yeah. Homie, you're, you're going down. You're hard. mad. Okay. You I don't just understand. stopped eating a gallon of ice cream every day. That's, well- the Magic things happen. If ice cream was peanut butter, then yes. You know what? That is literally my my addiction. Peanut butter, peanut yeah. butter addiction. It's the yeah, weirdest thing. I have a peanut thing. butter addiction. How much? How much will you eat? Like, oh my gosh! Such an ad. half a jar a day, like a half a jar a le- day. Okay, like a normal puts person. Puts it into a bowl and then <laughs> sits down and eats it, <laughs> right. and then goes and gets more. It's the weirdest thing. So good. So you just, just cut that. Out. You I forgot that about that. Have peanut butter, and all of a sudden I just drop weight. Yeah, that's yeah. all he had to do. And so, so, so at this point now, Chris has been scheduled to come on the show for about a month to talk about our progress. How much does he weigh? Well, we got to. Hold on. We'll get to that. I've been, I've been your trainer for a lot of years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you've seen the ups and downs. Yeah. This is it's when you is shameful now. When you glare at me, that's when I go away for yeah. six months at a time and <laughs> well, just eat tubs year, of. Last year you killed it. Last year, yeah. I cr- yeah. two is two years ago. Was it? Yeah, it was two okay, years ago. Fun. There was a contest at the gym to see who could lose the most body fat. Yeah. They had a dunk tank and, and all that kind of stuff. I won. Out of like, I won out of it. 150 Which, people. Right. You lost the most body I fat. I lost the most body fat. But is that like good or does that show that well, I just put can... it all back? Yeah. <laughs> I met some. I found so... it. Lost weight. Found it. <laughs> Listen, I, I will tell you what. I was uh, 174 this morning, but on Friday I was like 176. Okay. And I went on a Bloody Mary diet this weekend, and okay. I lost two pounds. Okay. All right. <laughs> By the way, so this is there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving pieces here. So this is Steve getting ready to tell the world that he's launching a Bloody Mary. I'm helping him, and then Dino, who's his buddy in Philly, who's actually sitting in the sound booth with him. Very small sound booth. Some might call it a closet. We won't talk about. It. Is Dino the doctor? Well, it is a closet. Dino's not with the doctor. The doctor is like Skippy or something. Wall. But. I have expertise in the the booze industry, in product, you know, marketing and and and, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Dino is really experienced in logist logistics. He 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 runs like packaging company, whatever. So like, the two of us are just getting a lot done. We're still trying to find Steve's part. Now now he might be the conduit that brought us together. At he can some just point. drink the bloody. Milk. Yeah, he honestly. But here's where here's what was amazing. We had a con a, a conference call today, uh, with. The three of us, and then the the flavoring company, who's who's doing the mix of like all natural ingredients, all that kind of stuff. And Steve, it was like I, I've known Steve for. 1992. What is that? 27 years or something ridiculous like that? Yeah, I'm not very good at math, but yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Something like yeah, that. Something like that. Exactly something. And, and I've never heard – like you never would have used the word eloquent – and Steve ever in a sentence. I'm not going to oh, say. Buddy, thank you. I'm not going to say <laughs> that he was elegant. He did a fantastic job. I call him. I go. Usually, I call you to tell you what you did wrong. Like, you like, call like him a good yell parent. At him. Yeah, of course. And I was like, dude, normal you, protocol. Normal, yeah, yeah, normal protocol. And I was like, Steve, you did a really good job. I like the way you handled yourself. I can't the only I missed it. The, the one time I, know, I missed it, I should have recorded. Ugh. The only thing that he did is when he is thinking. Like, if I'm talking yep. and I'm mentioning something. 
and you can hear the breaks in my speech, but I'm doing it enough where you know that I'm trying to finish a conversation and no one's interrupting me. Steve fills all those blanks with, you know, <laughs> give me an example, Steve. Um, so, you know, I was, uh, during that call, you know, I was thinking that maybe, <laughs> you, know. you know, we would just, you know, make I mean, it's happen. not an exaggeration. You know, keep it He's organic, like, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, we, we, like, you know, like, because, like, yeah. we, we, you know, we, we, we use tomatoes and tomatoes and, and, and a wonderful organic selection of heirloom, you know, like tomatoes. So it's all this, like, great stuff. If you cut out that your nose, it's like a really nice <laughs> fluid sort of thing. You can just chop them out. Well, yeah. like, here's the thing. Like, when we were having that meeting, I was not thinking about, you know, <laughs> is that what, I really is that wasn't. Real? I, I wasn't. Th- I wasn't thinking about anything. I wasn't thinking about trying to impress them. I was just talking about yeah. what we were trying to right. do. And, it's just one thing. You know, it just okay. Come, you know, as the speak, you know? As, a, as a spokesperson of the brand, which is really where you fit. And someone was like the door at the door today, and I was like, Josh, can you grab the door? And I was like. Steve would be awesome to grab the door right now because, and it's just a weird thing to say. Like Josh That's was a weird here, thing to say. it is, but but Steve talking to people, Steve is very oh, very yeah. personable, very charismatic. He's always yeah. upbeat, friendly. You never know when Steve's having a bad day. No, and so for him to be the spokesperson and be the point of contact for the brand when he's going out to tastings and events and all that kind of stuff, that is where Steve shines, and that that is where he fits into this. Yeah. this and that's what I love to do. I love to meet people and talk to them and and. Sh- just driving this thing and yeah. putting it in okay. thousands of stores. Okay. It's, it's super exciting. Okay. See, now we, so the thing is, is, I was talking to Steve about this yesterday and he started exaggerating like, you know, I'm going to get it fully funded. I'll raise the millions. I'm like, Steve, are you drunk? And he's like, well, no. I'm like, where are you? He's like, my garage. I'm like, what have you had to drink? He's like, I've had a couple. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. A buzz. I did have a buzz. Yeah. Actually, I was drunk. <laughs> and, and how are you well, now? You were teamed up on me with Josh. You guys were like peppering me with these well, bullshit Well, okay. Questions. Well, you were peppering us with your bullshit drunken <laughs> ramblings. Okay, so Chris was here at this milestone to talk about with, with Josh. Do you feel kind of ashamed of yourself right now? Yes, I, know. I do. I do. I do. And so, because I'm supposed to go in there. So so Chris works at the local CrossFit. And, and Chris is in great shape. I know you're trying to say something, but I'm going to keep talking for one more second. <laughs> and, so, and so he like I've gone in there and Chris how old are you well we said we said January 1st let's do this thing yeah operation get Zane I can't believe you involved Chris yeah yeah what the yeah. hell were you thinking? And you didn't tell me. It's, like, it's, a, great, it's a good job. It's Down a great motivator. Look, I, I did the first part of my own. I didn't want to go into the gym. Because it like forces you at that point. Have if you I ever you weighed 216? Over, I would have sleeves on right Have now. you ever weighed 216 pounds doing burpees? Doing box jumps, tough burpee. doing wall balls. No, no, that's, that, a, tough that's a tough way. I needed, to, I needed to take care of me right there for a second. Okay, <laughs> and okay. now I'm gonna jump in. Okay, now I'm gonna jump in. So I did. The, I was doing the keto diet for a while. And and it was going great. Like Mel was on it. We were eating like what's if you feel two jars of peanut butter and <laughs> yeah. seventeen avocados. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel like a pig. And then, and then at one point we're just all of a sudden Mel is like eating like I don't know a sandwich or something. And I go, what are you doing? She's like, yeah, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm like. <laughs> Wait, it wasn't just, at one point. It was like, like I need three some days after you started. Yeah. I was like, I just can't put this much fat in my body. I could not do it. I was like, every time I was eating like an extra avocado, my mind was like, stop, stop. I couldn't do it. I'm just doing low carb. And I didn't switch to a sandwich. I just switched to eating vegetables and stuff that no. I wasn't eating before. Good for you. You're eating a sandwich. That's a good transition <laughs> from uh, the keto to vegetable. Yeah, look, like I, I think it's and Chris, you had talked about it. Mm-hmm. That you're like, look, the keto is a great thing to to to, to kickstart it. It's just don't eat so much. <laughs> I, just, 
I just want to put. Why like, are you looking at us both? I just. I want to keep you. Did you, you on. say don't smoke dope? So no, much? don't no, no, eat no, yeah. so much. I just want to keep you on time restricted eating. I want to keep your window small. Yeah. And I just want to keep your calorie intake in respectable. Do you yeah. keto, Chris? Spe- speaking of respectable, we are now going to go to our interview with, with our guest. And you're going to hear a lot about him in this interview. This is Ryan Bingham. He has won uh, a Golden Globe, an Oscar, a Grammy. He used to be a rodeo rider. He's now in the new show, um, uh, Paramount's new show, uh, Yellowstone. He plays a character called Walker. I'm like, and he just comes in here and he's... The Walker's n- a good name. It is a good name. Like a Yellowstone like he, Western? Was he like show? a Texas Ranger? Texas Ranger. And he works <laughs> with Ranger. Kevin Costner and Luke Grimes. And I he's and like, he's like he plays an ex, ex-con. I mean, like, this guy is just oozing in... Steve oozes in something, but like this guy's just oozing and cool. Well, that's he just awesome. comes in You're here with Kevin Costner. I mean, he's a he's a. So we had a great interview <laughs> with Brian. Here's our interview with Ryan Bingham. It's his world. We're all just living in it. It's time for Zane's world. All right, so we have with us Ryan Bingham, and as you know, the the podcast, Josh, you know this. Like I do the podcast in my house. Yeah. So I can like talk about like if someone brings up Ryan Bingham, I'm like, yeah, that guy's in my house. Yeah, like, I still I mean? say that doesn't count. It's you got to feed him. <laughs> He's got to have food here. <laughs> give him, a, give him if, some chips or what something. If, what if he was here and like the power was out and we couldn't open the fridge, we couldn't eat, but he was here like That's overnight. Special so circumstances. Can, okay. Yeah. I think. Extenuating I think this is. I, I gave him. A, I gave the guy a beverage. If you want to count it, I mean, go ahead. Okay. But I think you got to feed him. It's wow. like when you land in a city. It's so you it, don't count being in a city if you're just in the airport. Yeah, you got to. You got to have my, a meal. My. My office is not the airport of my well, house. I'm just saying. That's my rules. <laughs> Your rules. You get a meal and catch a buzz. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, I, I, I'm going to introduce Ryan the best I can. I mean, a lot of people know listening know, know who you are, know your music. I guess I won't tell you because you know this. So, Josh, I'll tell you, even though you know this as well. Uh, he won an Academy Award, a Golden Globe, a Critics' Choice. How much time, how much time do we have? A Grammy. Uh, and then the American uh, Music Association awarded you Artist of the Year. It's like... What, what, what awards did you have, Josh? Uh, Just to put it in perspective. I think I got uh, Athlete of the Year when I graduated high school. Did My you, name's on the wall, but that's I, about did, it. Did that's you really? I did, yeah. That's impressive. It's on the gymnasium wall. Oh, okay. And Carruthers. All right. So, so let's just say you guys are like, uh, like cut from the same cloth, basically. No, nah, I wouldn't say that. And then, I was going through the the music and listening to some stuff, catching up. Yeah. I didn't know that he was not only nominated. But had won an Oscar. Yeah. So I was like, feeling pretty good coming into this. But now that I know you've won an Oscar, I'm really nervous. <laughs> Who's the other Oscar winner who has sat? Where, where oh, I know. Sitting? I you partied know, with him. You know it is? Yeah. DJ Paul. DJ Paul. You know DJ Paul from 3-6 Mafia? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I know of him. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So so he won for Hustle and Flow. Yeah. He's, he's a good buddy of mine. And so he's been on the podcast a bunch of times. And 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 his, his interesting story is like, when they won theirs, they would carry it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they even went in... They can come across as ruffians. You know what I mean? He's got all this. He's got some face tattoos yeah. and, you know, whatever. He's yeah. got gold teeth, whatever. He's anytime a rapper. Got, anytime yeah, you have he, a tattoo on your face. Yeah. You know, exactly. I, mean, yeah. I don't care yeah. who you are. You got a tattoo on your face. <laughs> yeah. You go to the bar. Like, right? I, can put, I can put one on my face. In yeah. Like, yeah. You already know you're for a good time. <laughs> so they went to, uh, what is that? Spago, I guess. And there was no seats available. And they, they had the award or whatever it was. And they, they so they, that was when everyone sort of snapped to attention, whatever. They're just 
kind of like, who are you? And then all of a sudden, they see the award and whatever. So they brought her around with them. Like, oh, is that an Oscar? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh please, uh, let me show you to your table. <laughs> That's and, probably the best thing about that thing is like all the places that you can never get into in your lifetime, you know, and all of a sudden you kind of have this key to the city. You yeah. flash so, your like, Oscar. Well, kind of walk around and go into like there's these big lines outside the clubs and bars and you say, oh, can I go in here? And they go, oh, yeah, come right in. Oh, just kidding. I'm going to go to the place next door. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could you get in. I heard stories. Yeah. I want to see if it worked. I just really don't want to go in that yeah. place, but I just wanted to see if I could if I so, wanted to. So, you, but know? you, you, you have that key as well. I do. You yeah. have one. Uh-huh. So you can't drink out of it, right? Because it's not like it's no, a Stanley Cup. It's a little yeah. man, right? Well, first of all, it's not. There's nothing. I don't think it's little. Well, it's, in it's, size, it's what is it like? Twelve inches tall? I don't. I don't have I don't one, know. so I wouldn't know. I, yeah, I yeah know. It's, it's like that. Is yeah. it heavy? It's, pretty, yeah, it's really heavy. Yeah, Wait, when you get it's it, pretty I, beat up. I, I heard. What did you do yeah. to it? It just it, it partied pretty hard that <laughs> night. You know, like, <laughs> Wait, oh. I got a few bumps and <laughs> chips, and I, cry, and I like, heard when you get uh, it though, you have to go backstage and then you give it to somebody, and then they engra- engrave your name on it. Is that true? You got to sign like a a contract saying you'll never sell it and all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, that was my next question. I was going to offer yeah. you some money for it, but yeah. I guess <laughs> you, you can. I try it. No, I'm just <laughs> Wait, so so do you walk with it that night? Like you actually get to, you, you, yeah, you leave yeah, it? Oh, I thought yeah. they mail it to you or something mm-hmm. else like that. Okay, so they actually have them sitting there, mm-hmm. and so you just carried around all night. Yeah, were you? Like, what did you think your chances were of of winning? So this is for for uh, for, for the movie Crazy Heart. Yeah, and so and zero and, man. I was like, really? Yeah, I was like you two and uh, Paul McCartney. I mean, so, like this wow. legends. Uh, yeah, and I'm just kind of like, and I mean, the whole thing was so surreal for me in the first place. You know, I went from playing the guitar in the backseat of a van to, yeah. you know, sitting up, standing next to Cher and Christina Aguilera at the Oscars. You know, so I was just kind of in awe you know yeah and this it was just very surreal and it did it like did it take minutes or hours or days for the whole thing or like to like kick in or i don't know does it ever it it never really did like i mean it was just like this ride and it all happened so fast and it was just months of just kind of going to these parties and you know and and doing crazy interviews yeah you know things like that and and then it was just kind of like i don't know i always just kind of try to take a back seat to it in a yeah. way or like try to be on the outside and kind of look you know yeah. looking yeah. in at yeah, this right. kind of crazy party that was going on just being like can you believe this shit like <laughs> and so, you know and calling so, my friends and I go where are you I'm like you wouldn't believe where I am right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah exactly how did yeah. you get uh, I don't know if it's like recruited or how did they reach out to you to write a song for that movie my agent at the time guy named Jack Wiggum had found, had heard of the script and knew the, the director Scott Cooper yeah and and they were just talking about music one day, I guess. And Jack said, "Man, I've, I've been helping this guy out." And he was—he wasn't really in my agent. He's more of kind of a friend that was helping me out. And he told—he gave Scott some of my music, and and Scott was looking for some other stuff for the film as well. And they, he just set up a lunch. I went and had lunch with Scott, and uh, we were talking. He told me about the film and gave me a copy of the script. And he said, "You know, if you feel like writing, trying to you know take a shot at writing some for it, let me know." And uh, I took it with me, and a few months later, I came back and with the song, and that was it. They, they listened to it. That's like, a great song and a great movie, it, too. So. It's it was such a great movie Je- to be associated Jeff, with. Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges, Maggie w- Gyllenhaal. Was he attached to it when, when they give you the script? I don't know if he was when he gave me the script, but uh, he might have been, because it, you know, it was only a few months after that. Yeah. It was kind of one of them things, too. I, you know, I went on the road, and you know, I was just touring around the, the States, playing clubs, and like I said, we were in a van, and I, and I started writing the so song. So at that point, you are in a van. van? Yeah. Oh, I was man. literally in the backseat of this van going through the, 
somewhere out, you know, the D- Dakotas or something <laughs> yeah. in the middle of nowhere. And I'm just kind of sit, writing a song in the back seat, and I get home and I record a little demo of it, and I uh, I called Scott on the phone and I said, Hey man, I you know I got home and I uh, got this tune I came up with and wanted to get your address. I'll send you a copy of this song, see what you think. How did how did you feel about it at that point? What was your confidence level of like how you felt about that song? I was it was one of those that I wrote really quick. You right. know, that kinda came out and like, it from seems reading like the script and yeah. it, like it really resonated with me and my own personal story like quick, and characters you were, in my life. You were inspired? Yeah. It, it just, just all came okay, out. Yeah. And it was like and usually those are the ones that really you know, they mean something. Yeah, it yeah. meant a lot to me. And I was like, Man, I I feel like I've got something here. And I, I called Scott and I said, Man, I wanna send you this tune. And he said, well, where are you? And I said, I'm in, I'm at home. I'm in Topanga, California. He said, well, we're over here at T-Bone Burnett's house over in off of Sunset Boulevard somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he said, why don't you just come over and bring us the song? We're all over here hanging out. And I was like, By the okay, way, does, does that mean bring the bring the song, the, like the, the, song, CD, the CD? Yeah. Or, and, and did you bring your guitar as well? No, I, okay. I didn't really know what to do. You know, I yeah, was right. like I had a, an envelope with the CD, and I was just going to drive by and drop it off at yeah. the front door. You know, so I pull up there and I knock on the door, and T Bone answers the door. You know, he's like oh, ten foot tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm he's looking huge. at him, and I, I had the CD in my hand, and he goes, "What do you got there?" And I said, "I got a tune for you guys." And he said, well, "Won't you come in? Let's listen to it." And I walk into his house, and there's like 50 fucking people now. Like really? all the music supervisors, Jeff Bridges is there. Oh Shut man, Stephen Bruton. So like, wait, all the, these. Just having a heart attack at the time. Timing was random. Like you didn't know random, it, yeah. totally random. Like wow. I just called in, like, hey, I got this song, and they're like, well, bring it over. And then T Bone walks straight over and just puts it on the stereo. You know, oh my god, all these huge loudspeakers, and I'm like going, oh my gosh, like I just, <laughs> I, was I just kind of just a rough this. demo right, I right, recorded right. at home. Yeah. You know? Everybody that listens to the song and he and he turned it off. He's like, "Man, that's pretty good." He goes, "Can you play it for us right now on the couch?" <gasps> oh man! And I I could only remember like half of the words. I just wrote it, you know. I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, I'll give it a shot." And I played it, and then he goes, "Yeah, that's it. Let's go." And oh, he, so man. he goes, "What shit. are you doing the rest of the afternoon?" And I said, "I, tell I don't me. know." And yeah, he goes, right. "Well, we're going to keep writing some more songs." So I stayed there the rest of the afternoon, and we worked on the song and. Kind of got an arrangement of it together, and then and then they gave me some homework. I said, well, you know, we're looking for a couple more songs. If you want to, you know, try to go home and write a couple more. And I went home that that night, and I wrote a song called uh, "Gone, Gone, Gone" that they used mm-hmm. for it as well. And I think that was the only other one. But uh, man, and is, then from then on, awesome. it was just like that's crazy. You know? What an incredible ride! Yeah. Like to go from that, like writing a song mm-hmm. just randomly to having to play it in front of mm-hmm. everybody's associated with the film. It was, That's it was nuts. It was nuts. You know, it's funny. We we've been talking a bit about the, those kind of experiences. Like when, I, I guess you. I mean, I guess you. It sounds kind of cheesy. But you call it like your big break, right? Yeah. Like it's that, it's that one thing of like that one opportunity when like like it's just in like you're yeah. the perfect storm right everything mm-hmm. was sort of happening at once and you happen to walk in in this this situation like you can't really plan for those but what you can do is put in all the the blood sweat and tears that you mm-hmm. did before then so when the time actually came you were ready for it i've always been a, just a firm believer in too of being in the right place at the right time yeah but at the same time, you can't really be in the right place at the right time. You can't you plan on being put in the right yourself place. in yeah, all you those can't places. Pl- yeah, you so can't. I just, yeah, so I just yeah. hit the road running and 
you know, we just kind of go everywhere, you know, and not be afraid to be in one, you know, just to, just you, know, you never know, you know, and... somebody says, hey, man, you want to come over and play this song? It's like, if I hadn't have been in L.A. or hadn't right. been here, you know, it's just like, that's awesome. You know, it's all. Yeah. yeah he, he's not picking know. up. Call somebody yeah. else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You never yeah. know what the situation it happens. Was. It happens. Yeah. And so what does life look like for you now? Man, I, you know. <clears throat> Compared to where it started out, I'm in a pretty good spot. Yeah. You know, um, married, got a couple of kids, got a dog and a couple of horses at the house. Oh, nice. and, um, and you, so you, you were in Topanga, but then Topanga again, are you? Is I that, stayed there. Yeah. You the know, same place? No, I, I, okay. just down the street. Okay. But um, at the time, me and my wife were, uh, I don't think we were, we weren't married yet, I don't think. And um, we were renting like a little guest house on some people, up somebody's house up there and I remember we were laying in bed and uh, somebody called us like at four in the morning and when all the nominations came out. For oh, stuff, you know, right. They're like, hey, you just got nominated for an Oscar. I'm like, what's an Oscar? What, <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking they're about. Like, Academy Award. I'm like, what? For what? We're like, what? And uh, we just had to just died laughing. Oh, you know, that's awesome. For something like that to yeah. happen to somebody like me, you know, and where I come from and all that. It's just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> that's you know? awesome. Like, that's, that's so cool, so, man. That's good. I, I, yeah. You got to like when those. Yeah. I mean, I think that most most success stories are just a version of that. Look, I mean, we've been doing the same kind of grind, and a lot of people that come on mm-hmm. the show, they'll, they'll have those those stories about it, about how you cut it. You can't really plan for those those events, but you, what you can do is be be ready for them. We'll be back in a moment with more Zane's World. Right now, when you come in and switch to T-Mobile, you get the amazing iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. <sighs> Aren't these mountains majestic? Joe, are you even looking? I'm posting these amazing pics I took with my iPhone 11 Pro. It has three cameras. Whoa, those pics are amazing. And you have service too? T-Mobile. Their newest signal goes farther than ever before. Uh, then you can look up whether these are bear tracks, right? Or we could just run. Come to a T-Mobile store today and get iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. And right now, get four lines for just 30 bucks a line with AutoPay. Switch today. Contact us if you cancel or credits may stop in full price due, plus taxes and fees via 24 monthly credits for well-qualified customers with qualifying service and finance agreement. Zero down with trade-in plus 3125 times 24 months. Pre-credit price nine ninety nine 0% APR while supplies last. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. We have some incredible guests here on Zane's World, many of whom have their own awesome podcasts right here on Podcast One. Take, for instance, the great John Taffer and his show, John Taffer, No Excuses. The best-selling author and entrepreneur behind Bar Rescue is not taking anyone's nonsense, especially Steve McKenna's, if you heard that episode, and he's telling it like it is. This week's podcast is a big one. 
Joining John is none other than the president of the UFC, Dana White. Download John Taffer, No Excuses, every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and tell your friends because the more people you tell, the more better things we make them. Mel. Yo. This is not a secret, what I'm telling you. Okay. I'm a travel guy. Okay. And I'm all about getting that edge when I'm out there trotting around the globe. And when you know it, there's a little insider travel secret from our new sponsor, Hotel Tonight. There are tons of empty hotel rooms that are just waiting to be booked. That's how Hotel Tonight scores such incredible deals. They team up with awesome hotels to help them sell the rooms and pass those savings along to... Me. No. Well, yes, you technically, but in this case, the listener. Oh. And these aren't like the last resort crappy hotels. Hotel Tonight works with hip, top-rated hotels that you actually want to stay in. If you look at the app, you'll see all the hotels in there are amazing hotels from like more affordable ones to more expensive ones, but the more expensive ones, even the affordable ones are less expensive than you'll find other places. And don't get fooled by the name Hotel Tonight because they're not just for last-minute bookings. You can use Hotel Tonight whether you want to plan ahead or play things by ear. So, Hotel Tonight, it's all about the options. The best options, the best deals for your travel needs. So start scoring amazing deals at incredible hotels. Start using Hotel Tonight. Download the app or go to hoteltonight.com today. Welcome back to Zane's World. I think I saw your your your, uh, your travel schedule We're on coming the out. coffin buses, man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We load up on those things, You know, it's too, one of those things like, yeah. I wouldn't give that experience back. Like, I, yeah. I love having that experience, but I would never do it again. If you get the right crew, like, on, and that's it's yeah. so important and things like that, it's a, it's a blast. But yeah, after about right. six weeks weeks you start losing your mind well yeah, yeah for even sure if it's your best friend like you cannot yeah. be that close to somebody you really long. learn how to like give each other space like i've been touring with the same guys you know and i try to keep a pretty tight crew and yeah like, whenever if i am gonna hire somebody new i always let the guys i've been traveling with like they got to get along with them too yeah it's oh, not yeah. just me yeah, and i'm yeah. like man you're you know you're great and i love what you do but if you can't get along with these boys it ain't gonna work you yeah because it's like oh you're all in it together and you know you're all living together on the road how long so. typically do you tour you know a little less than we when than we used to um but like a, a good stretch like we'll go out four or five weeks at a time yeah i'm looking oh, at that you. seems like I, the I, sweet I'm, spot like, i'm looking yeah. at right now so you go out March is it January, February, March? So March nineteenth, mm-hmm. your 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 first uh, spot is in Salt Lake City. Yeah, and then two days later, Phoenix. The next day, Pioneer Town, California. Where's Where that? Pioneer Town. How about Joshua Tree? Oh, okay. Oh wow. Happy and Harriet's. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. And then Solana Beach. We we played Solana Beach. Actually, that's where we recorded the, our live album. And then SLO, Santa Cruz, uh, LA. You're bouncing around. Then San Francisco, Petaluma, then Denver. I mean, you see, you're on the road. You're not coming back. You're you're out there for this yeah, whole time. Yeah, we go there. That ends in in New York, and then from there, I'm going to Europe for a couple. Yeah, of weeks, yeah I saw a couple so, UK you know, dates on that. So there. you got yeah. So nice. so April 26th, London, then Glasgow, 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 uh, Berlin, Cologne, and Munich, all in Germany. What's the country music scene overseas? Wait, I'm, wait, wait, I'm, not, like wait I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. What is this? Chia- Put a pin in that. Italy. Chiati. Italy? Italy. They listen to country then, music And then Italy? Brussels and then Amsterdam. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you done a European tour before? I have. I've been going over there for, gosh, past... 10 years or so you know it's a little bit my audience there is a lot smaller than it is well here, uh, country music seems like it, a very yeah. american thing mm-hmm. and it like just assuming my assumption mm-hmm. is that it's not very big overseas but well, it's kind of more i think we fall into a little bit more of a folk 
okay. kind of rock and roll Amer- Americana kind of a thing over there. That's kind know? of a new genre that's yeah. coming out that I'm really enjoying. The country was not so big over there. But there right. has to be a lot of expats, too. There has yeah. to be a lot of Americans yeah. at those concerts, too, right? Not really. No? Uh-uh. Ah, man, that must... I mean, so when you're over there, I'm looking at it. So you, you land on April 26th, and then you're done on, on May 7th, and you have eight shows, seven shows, eight shows, nine shows. Wow. So, like... Do you even get? Do you get free time? What it's you... on now. Yeah, you get out there and go, it's like the circus. You know, you set it up, tear it down onto the fucking next one. You know, so keep here, rolling. When you tour here, like, do you do the semis and stuff for all the equipment? We don't. We we still we got it. Still pretty uh, small. We take a bus and a trailer. Okay. And, you know, I, I was fortunate. I, I got the opportunity to tour around with Willie Nelson quite a bit oh, wow. over oh, the last wow. few years, and and really learned spent, a lot. What's he that like, guy. man? So like, chill, super smart. Mm-hmm. And probably, well, chill is easy going. Is that yeah. is that what you is that what you kind of think you'd be? Yeah, it just seems like one of the coolest guys to hang out with. And he can just like tolerate the any, any, largest amounts of THC, and he smells like well, yeah, oil. I mean, I think that's a gift. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> but it just seems like a guy that you could he sit. He floats in front around. Of. His feet never touch the ground. <laughs> that's right. And then you could like he would just tell you stories all day long, and yeah. you would like be like enraptured with everything he said. Like, yeah, I don't did, know. Did, did he tell you stories? Did he like? Does he does he yarn like that? A, a little bit, you know. He just like, to be honest with you, you get up on his. He likes to smoke you out. And yeah, does he? he like off you? Does he test like, you? And he yeah, likes that's it. That's awesome. Or, and Mike, maybe I'm just the only one. Maybe maybe he's just picking on me. I don't know. But like, <laughs> like he'll come like before the opening band. Like he'd show up like ten minutes before we're gonna go on, and like his road manager would come over and go, "Hey, Willie wants to see you guys on the bus real quick." And you're like, "Oh, no. oh shit!" You know? like, <laughs> and I remember that we were in up in Northern California, and we were playing this beautiful winery and it was outside and the sun hadn't gone down yet when we were supposed to play our set and it was all seated with these big beautiful tables and all the guests were in you know the ladies are in gowns and everybody's dressed up it's a real form like Mm -hmm. nice place and here comes Willie rolling up about 10 minutes before we go on stage. And he all of a sudden, he wants to talk to us about something. You know, and we're like, okay. So we all get up on his bus. This is like the first time we'd ever got on his bus to hang out yeah. with him. Yeah. This is a long time ago. And we get up on his bus, and he's got this like vaporizer mounted on the wall with this big ho- hose. It's a piece of furniture. It. Yeah. And he just like hands it or he's like, how you guys doing? And just like, doesn't it say, before he says anything, we all take oh a hit off God. this thing. And we, laugh with him he tells us some joke or something he goes well you guys have a good gig uh he goes he goes it's gonna probably be the best one of your life and you're not gonna remember any of it you know and so and by the way it's like you know you you, you know if you're not like a pro at that it can affect you differently different times oh man we're floored you know i couldn't remember any words to laying on the stage and then you start getting paranoid that people can tell and all this kind of stuff but you just power through it oh power through heck yeah i was thinking last night so so i have all the the screeners for uh the the sag awards and so we were sitting here watching them last night so we had bohemian rhapsody and i was like this probably be better if we were stoned you know, and so it was just like we're in we're in California. It was literally go to the pot drawer, which most most house houses have. I know I gotta you get see, one now. Yeah, you just go, you get one. You're like, oh, you smoke, just have a hit, whatever. And it's just funny because I just wow, we're going from a point where I can openly have this conversation and not worry about it. Yeah, go back and not even ten years ago where it was like you know it was. It was subculture, and it was like yeah. you know you, you could get arrested. I'm and all still paranoid to drive around with it. Like it's some just, of those places I grew up, and 
small town in New Mexico where they had the gang task force and all oh, that yeah. shit. Yeah. It's like you caught with a new man, car. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm terrified to drive around with a joint in my pocket. You know, <laughs> you like, could literally, you could get stopped at a checkpoint right now. Right. They say they're doing a DW checkpoint and you're, mm-hmm. you're fine. You weren't smoking whatever. And the cop comes along. He's like, you got anything in, you know, in your glove box? And you're like, no, just some marijuana, some hash. I don't know. Is hash legal or not? I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not even sure what that is. You could be like, like, no. Uh, I mean, I got I got a bong and some marijuana, and like he's like, oh, okay, that's it, move along. <laughs> it's, What's weird, it's just though, weird is, and not to get too nerdy on this, but it, it depends on the city because the city has a lot of power in how they police the use of recre- recreational marijuana. Because the, the use of the possession, I'm saying, if it's just in well, your no, glove Fresno box. is super strict about that stuff. You can possess it, but they have very strict rules on when you can smoke it. You can't buy it inside Fresno. You got to go somewhere else. So your your album American Love Song comes out February fifteenth. Um and you are also in uh, Yellowstone, so the season one is out right now with, with Kevin Costner. Um, and so there's a second season. Are you part of the second season? I am. Yes. Yeah. How like how cool is that? It's been really cool. What's what was the transition from? Okay, so Guy in a Van, mm-hmm. 2000, 2009, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. So Guy in a Van. Now we're two thousand nineteen. So two thousand two thousand nine. Then comes the award, the song. Then that he, whole just, he just won an Oscar. And, and the, the awards. <laughs> and then also, and then now there's the you've been doing acting for a while. And so like what was the progression? Is that something you wanted to do or not necessarily. It really <laughs> kind of just uh, it 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 came about through the music. First through Crazy Heart and then into this. I, I'd met uh the writer director Taylor Sheridan of the show a while back. He did a movie called Wind River mm-hmm. and he had contacted oh, me about movie. writing a song for yeah. the for the film and Wait, you have a song in that movie? I tried. Oh, okay. like I, I, he asked. He that's when we first met. And um, is that with the uh, Jeremy? Uh, Jeremy Renner. Renner yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great film. Mm-hmm. Discovering okay. a body out yeah. in the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So I tried. I took a couple, a couple of tries to write a song, and it never really worked out. But we connected and remained friends since then. And uh, he, whenever this show came about, he's like, "Man, he's like." You know the film, the Wind River didn't work out, but you got anything else? Maybe you want to try for this show I got. And uh, we started hanging out, and I used to. He found out that I used to rodeo. I used to ride bulls, and my family ranched, and I grew up riding horses and roping and all that stuff. So he's like, "Why don't you come be in the show too?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll try." Oh, okay. You know? so <laughs> he didn't really have a character, a, a part for me, a character. But he said, well, "Just come in and read for something." I can't remember which character I came in and, and read for. But he just wanted to have me down reading for something, and I went in and read for it. And then he just wrote up the character out of whenever I went in and read for this oh, part. That's awesome. And, um, that's awesome. It just kind of ha- you know. And he's yeah. like, and he's like, you know, we'll see how you do. You know, if you suck, I'll just kill you off. And if you're good, I'll just keep, <laughs> yeah. write, I'll keep writing you into it. You know, so and I'm still alive. You know? You're still on there. <laughs> so Josh has a Kevin Costner story. It's not great. I know. That's what's that's that's what I love <laughs> about it. You got one. So back in my uh, workout video days, <laughs> literally, literally, was, literally was. so apparently they make these commercials for doctors, uh, for pharmaceuticals. So they actually they don't show it to the public. It's like they show it to doctors so that they'll prescribe certain medications for certain ailments. So he actually suffered from deep vein thrombosis. Mm-hmm. And so they call, it, they call it DVT. There you go. Yeah. Uh, he took this medicine. Whatever. It's like restless legs. And, yeah. No, I have, it's I... like he almost died from it. Oh. He was driving his car and like felt bad and had an attack and wow. almost died. So this medication saved his life. So anyways, I'm working yeah. on this commercial for this medication and hanging out with him. And like, you know, we're setting up lights for like three hours and he, he walks in. And this happened shooting. to Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it was on his ranch in Santa Barbara and I was wearing a Dodger hat and he was just like, he was the nicest guy. Like mm-hmm. immediately, just because I was wearing the hat, started talking about baseball 
baseball, you know, and I know he likes baseball. So we just started. He was so nice. I mean, he was there for like 15 minutes, but he was yeah. so nice. He came in, did his lines and then left. But it's another one of those, like, because I've watched him my whole life. I was like, mm-hmm. I hope he's like, I think he is. Right. And he was. Right. Right. He is. I had the same experience yeah. with him, too. I, same thing. Grew up seeing him my whole life. And yeah, you never know. We all did. We all grew up yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really great guy. Really down to earth. You know, what his, his, his story is he was an extra. And then basically, like, got like a line from something he was doing. Just got like, you know, came up like that. And that's that's one of those things. Like, if the guy, if he didn't go that day, it would have been a different situation. You, you know? throw Harrison Ford in that too. He was yeah. an actor, and he read for Star Wars, and now he's Han Solo. Yeah, he was doing construction. He had, he had given up on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone said I just read a story about him. I'm gonna I'm gonna screw this up, but at some point he showed up on set for something, and one of the who's actors- this. Harrison Ford. Okay. And one of the actresses saw him and she's like, what's my drug dealer doing here? <laughs> oh, and he was, shit. He was in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That's great. So, so you, um, uh, okay, this is, I think this is on your bio. I find it someplace. So you, we have the acting. Okay. We have the, the music. He mentioned the roadie. Wait, he can do more. Yeah. God damn it. Well, these people yeah. would do well, all you, these you like this. The, so the, the rodeo, which is, I mean, just amazing. Well, I get to that in so a second. So bull riding, mm-hmm. mostly. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Just roping? Ro- roping. I, okay. I just pictured horses. So you're you're riding a bull? Mm-hmm. Do you ever do like the, was it bronc riding? A little bit, but not That's more technical, ro- ro- right? Because you got to yeah. like spur at the right time and all yeah. that stuff. Okay. Um, that's, I mean, I don't mean it's not like a pussy, but that's like really dangerous stuff, right? Yeah, you could die. Yeah. The bull riding, they make you wear like, <laughs> qualifies, right? you have to wear like a helmet now and like a bulletproof vest and stuff. Yeah, they didn't have any of that when I was going. Or they oh, really? Okay. So, wore, you, yeah. so you were like, so you grew up on a ranch? My family did. My family ranch goes back many generations in New Mexico. And uh, long story, but when I came along, they they sold the ranch. But we still, like my uncle rode bulls and my granddad was a cowboy. You know, that's just what they all did. Yeah. So, what the hell is day one on yeah. a bowl like? Still grew up around, but as a kid, we got into going, or I did to junior busting? rodeos. Yeah, like mutton busting and the calf riding yeah, and right, roping right. and stuff like So I got into it as a kid, got going it. these junior rodeos and yeah. we'd ride steers. And, and then I just I kind of fell in love with it and, and loved doing it. And, <sighs> I, and I got into riding bulls as I got older. I, I mean, like, you just can't take the badass out of that. You can't, yeah, like, you, there's you, not really you, much you more manly than riding a bull. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, how much did the the, the the biggest bull that you rode way do you know those in- man that you know average it's most of those bulls 1500 pounds i would say oh, you know like a 2000 pound bull is massive yeah i, I definitely like, a, like your the average bull rope i can't think of how long it is yeah. but most of them like one you have the tail and then at the other end there's a loop and mm-hmm. you wrap it around and it goes to the loop and you pull it back and you can adjust the loop to how mm-hmm. big the bulls are and i remember getting on a bull in el paso texas uh one night that he was so big i had to let the knot completely out of my rope and the rope still was barely big enough oh, to man. get around him did you get more yeah. nervous for riding a bull or for getting on stage Bulls for sure. Yeah. I think that's stage, what helps me on the stage. Kill you you yeah. know, I think about that a lot really? when I get on stage. Like whenever, because when I, I grew up, my uncle and like you know, when they were teaching me how to get on these things, you know, there was a lot of like mind preparation and focusing and all that stuff because you can get hurt. Oh yeah, really bad. Yeah. And so I think when and my uncle was a, a professional bull rider, he, he was really good. And I think when he saw that I was that I was gonna do this, he was like, "Man, I gotta." If you're gonna do this, I want to show you how to do it right, so you don't get hurt, kind of a thing. So how many so, how many years did you do it for? Gosh, I started when I was like 11, and I did it up to like I was 23 or 24. And yeah. so, so you have like ribbons, ribbons and stuff. 
I've got some buckles. You got some buckles? Buckles. Oh, oh shit. Nice. I got some bleachy dinner on, you know, belt buckles. Damn. Nice. He's got, he's got yeah. hardware. <laughs> but it was, you, you know, so you, you went through those, pro, like, a, you know, trying to get focus and channeling that energy into positive stuff. That moment, so, like, when you sit on I do that on, on bowl, stage, yeah. Yeah, in the shoot, like, mm-hmm. it's got to be one of the scariest moments. What, what it do you, looks what, just What do you do on stage? Remind yourself that it could be worse? Or what do you mean? No, I don't know. It's just like you just take a deep breath and kind of, like, like you... Uh, try to have this uh air of confidence mm-hmm. in yourself yeah. you know and it's the way if i can remember how so i try to think of how my uncle used to explain this to me but it was like there's a difference between cocky and confident right you know it wasn't like an ego thing where like you know i'm the baddest dude in the world where but it's just like if you're gonna do that you, you gotta it's not i think i can it's i know i can right you it's, know? And it's just to have, i, I got this or you're gonna stump stump your toe and get killed you right know? so it's like you better believe that you're, you can do it you don't know, have that confidence so i try to have that when i get on stage so if i ever feel that way you know so that's so moved from it. the bull you riding into yeah. the music that's yeah. awesome so we have you know we have all these 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 foster cats and one of them are you it, comparing your foster cats to yeah those? because one <laughs> all right just make it sure one i have to give well no <laughs> wild cats <laughs> so one of them i had to give an injection too so i'd like hold her down which is very similar to rodeo so i understand yeah, it's what you're exactly saying. like bull riding and like, and like yeah. once you know once i injected that you know the pain meds into her you know she 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 buckled she bucked you know so like and i had to like it was, you know those are the scariest six seconds you had to center life. yourself yeah. i was like bro you got this you got this don't turn loose now so so there's a situation where basically if i get this right you went from bull riding Mm-hmm. To uh, being stuck at Disneyland Paris, mm-hmm. is that right? Wait, That's what? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so just tie those things together for me. <laughs> was that possible? Yes, yeah, timelines all over the place. Oh man, you know, I was uh, I was working for a rodeo company in in Texas, and uh, still riding bulls, and I and so I was starting to play music at some of these rodeos, like the after parties for the cowboys and at little bars and things like that. And I met this guy that uh, knew about this Wild West show in Paris, France, in Disneyland. He was like one of the original guys that went over there and started it all. And uh, we'd become friends. And uh, he kind of saw that I was just rambling around, living out of my truck and, you know, working here and there and playing gigs. And just. And uh, he said, man, you ever been to Europe? And would you want to go? There's this, this Wild West show and they're looking for, you know, guys that can ride and rope and you can play the guitar a little bit. He's like, I can get you a gig over there. So I packed my shit and went to Paris. And then what happened? Well, I got over there and uh, this is before cell phones and all of that stuff. Yeah, right. I got there and all I had was a guy's name, a piece of paper with a guy's name on it. And I got to the front desk and they're like, oh, this guy doesn't work here no more. Kind of thing, you know? and by the time I did find him, you know, he was like, man, I can't really help you out. And it's so amazing. The guy that I was going to take somebody's place. Right. I think somebody was going to quit the show and I was going to take their place. Well, they decided to stay. So they didn't, they basically didn't have a job for me and they just sent me out the door. And they didn't uh, even give you like a guest pass or anything. You didn't even like, no, fuck no. It was just like, lame. just like, sorry, man. So sorry, cowboy. You lose. You know? Yeah. It's like, homie, I'm in France. Okay. You got to cut me some slack. Like, you guys could have. Send a pigeon Give my way with Mickey a message. Bucks or something. <laughs> but I was out, I was walking around outside and uh, and this guy came up, and tapped me on the shoulder, and I turned around. It was a Native American guy. He had full face paint on, buckskins and feathers in his hair and all that stuff. And he's like, "I heard what happened to you in the show." He's like, "That sucks." You know, I'm like, "Yeah, tell me about it." You know. <laughs> 
And he said, well, "Won't you, you know?" He was, like, "You got anywhere to stay? What are you gonna do?" I was like, "Nah, I don't have any idea what I'm gonna do." And he said, "Well, come into the show, and you come stay at my house tonight till you figure out what you're gonna do." So I did. I go to the show, go back to his place, crash out, and sometime like in the morning, like or in the middle of the night, I don't. I was so jet lagged and out out of it. Yeah, right. I was staying in this room down in the basement. And I wake up and it's just completely dark in this room. And I could hear music playing and people laughing and partying. And I find the stairs. I crawl up my way up the stairs, open the door, and there's all these people, cowboys and Indians and, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and they're all partying. And they're all listening to my music on the stereo. Wait, like your music? Yeah. Oh, wow. My music. Because you, by coincidence? This is before I'd ever made a record, um, but when, by coincidence. Well, I thought it was, but okay. turns out he knew who I was. All these people knew who I was, and uh, I'm sitting there going like, what's going on, you know? And they're listening to these songs, and about a year before that, I was at my uncle's in New Mexico, and I'd recorded these songs in his buddy's garage, uh-huh. you know? Basically for him, and just a couple of my rodeo friends. And there was a guy who's a Navajo Indian. He was a bronc rider named Todd Rangel, and he's one of my buddies. And I gave him a copy of these songs. He'd went over to this Wild West show like a year before that and took these songs with him. And this was his cousin Lucas. Oh man! And had given these guys all these songs. So Lucas, it was just I was three Navajo Indians, a trick roper from Chihuahua, Mexico, and another kid from <laughs> Fort Worth lived in this house. They all knew my songs. And they were like, all "Man, sit what are you this- doing over <laughs> so, here?" So I'm did, like, they, did, did they play it loud enough that they knew they would wake you up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I walked in, they all started laughing and pointing at me, and I was like, "Oh my That's god, awesome!" Yeah. And so, and so, so I stayed. And then you had earned some money to go back home, or? Well, no, not yet. I. <laughs> Lucas bought me a pass because where the Wild West show was in a little village called Marne Laval, about 45 minutes outside of Paris. And so he bought me a train pass where I could ride the, the train into Paris and I would go play in the subways and in the parks for tips. And then, in Paris. In Paris. Wow. And then <laughs> I'd so come back crazy. out and meet up with them in the show. And and then about a month went by or more and uh, I ended up opening, I got, I got a job in the show. Wow. Started working so how long are you there for? I came back. I want to say like the first stretch, like six or seven months. Oh, and cool. Came back home and then I went back over there and like it was kind of, I, I kind of kept coming pick, back and forth. Did you pick up yeah. some French? Uh, no. No? <laughs> no, no much yet. Oh my God. Well, I, I hope at some point, you know, leaving here, you can, you can. Merci re- beaucoup. Yeah. Beaucoup, you, know? <laughs> you, could, you could just sort of take some solace in the fact that you have, of how cool you are. So it's that's like, awesome. that's it's a great like, story. It's, that's awesome stuff. All right. So we usually have a quiz. Okay. And so, so I usually write a quiz where I will uh, ask Josh and the guest some, you know, whatever. And then uh, this is my apparel line of adventure over here. Okay. So we have jackets and whatever. And we have new, new jackets that would be shipped to the winner. Okay. So whoever wins. And usually I, I tailor the quiz a little bit to the guest, right? But I never get to, get to participate. So now Josh has written a quiz. Oh. I do have a quiz here. I'm okay. Horrible. Very proud of it. So, and so we buzz in with our name. And, I, and the winner gets either the, whatever. You're going to give yourself your own jacket? jacket. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ship one to myself, yes. Buzz in with your name. So buzz in with your name, yeah. Your own, your own name, yeah. Okay. At one point, we did try buzzing with the other person's name, and it gets so confusing. Yes. yes. And I inadvertently wrote this as Jeopardy questions. Okay, so if I know the fine. answer, I say Ryan. Yeah, and then you answer. <laughs> okay. But you don't have to give me the answer me. in a form of a question. Me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm gonna so lose. I'm going to lose. I'm, so I'm going to test you. I have not been in this situation before. I'm very nervous. Are you nervous? It sucks, yes, right? I'm always in this situation. I, I always like lose. I don't like it. Um, but the theme is singers 
who have become actors. Okay. And there's a couple actors who have also become singers okay. on here. And there's so, like, what, how many shit. questions are there? And there are 10 questions. I'm going to okay. lose. All right. Question one. You guys ready? Yeah. The singer, this singer, born in Memphis, played Napster founder Sean Parker in the 2000s. Dang it. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Wow. Dang. I had that one, too. <laughs> I, got, I got so scared I didn't know what to I do. I see where this is going. I, I think, I, I think I it's pretty, all these people are extremely okay. famous. I forgot, okay. my, I so, forgot my name. All right. Ready? See what kind of hole I've been living in the past <laughs> 10 years. Before starting the band, 30 Seconds to Mars, this frontman was best known for his role. Zane, I don't want to... See, now I'm... Hey, you're, not, dick. Not, you're just yeah. being a dick. Jared Leto. That's correct. I didn't know that one. So you didn't know like, that? Uh, Okay. And some of these, like, there's some rappers on here and stuff, but I think they're famous enough that everybody should know them. This... Zane. S- Will Smith. <laughs> or no. Okay. <laughs> So he doesn't get the buzzer now. You're good. Now I'm good. This singer Ryan. played Widowed. Ryan. 50 Cent. Damn it. No. This, this one is not the rapper. There are rappers on here, but not this question. That's she right. might be the furthest thing from a rapper oh, than there is. Oh, I don't know. Is she? This singer played 20, Widowed. 30, Zane, 25 Cent. 25 Cent is not go, the go, answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. This singer played Widowed 37-year-old Italian-American woman who falls in love with her fiance's estranged, hot-tempered younger brother. In the movie Moonstruck. Oh. Moonstruck. Take it, Zane. No, it's for you. You know this. You've, you've set... You've, you gotta know. You've it. already mentioned her in this in this podcast. Ryan, share? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, see? This 80s sexual icon... Zane. Will Smith. No. 80s sexual... He was not know. a sexual icon <laughs> in the 80s. Sorry. The Maybe now. Okay, all right. <laughs> this 80s sexual icon changed costumes 85 times... In her starring role in the film Evita. Yeah. Evita. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know this one, Ryan? Mm-mm. All right. Zane. Zane. Madonna. See, he was just giving me a chance. I was. I was. I was. <laughs> there's one on here you better get. I'll be upset if you don't okay. get it. Well, I got one well, in there. No, but there's one specifically oh, that okay. I made sure I put in for you, Cole. Okay. This Latin this singer. Just because I'm beating him in this does not make me a better singer or rodeo. Er. He definitely has more accolades than you do. You're not like you're going to win his Oscar. (laughs) That's their play for, yeah. This Latin singer became the highest paid Latino woman in Hollywood. Brian. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. Wow. The sleeper. For her starring role in the movie Selena. How much? Mm -hmm. uh, Selena. Selena. All right, now, now I'm a dick. I was actually that was, that was a dick move. What's it? What's the? Um, how much she that made uh, at that point? It was unheard of. She made a million dollars for that role. Um, Highest paid Latino woman in Hollywood at that point. Really for yep. that for that first movie? Yep. Wow. Okay. And before that, she was a dancer on In Living Color. Yeah, I think so. Wow. And then went on to be a recording star. All right. She's okay. J Lo. Yeah. J Lo. Yeah. I, she's I don't have problems yeah. with her. This country music star made his... Dang. Ryan Bingham. Wrong. I appreciate the effort, but wrong. <laughs> this country music star made his big screen debut as Charles Billingsley in the movie Friday Night Lights. And I didn't know this, but he's been in a lot of movies since. Oh. Tim McGraw? Tim McGraw. Oh, shit. The chocolate milk. The dad. It was yeah. Dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was drinking right? the milk. Yeah. yeah. He's Damn been it. in Blindside. Yeah. And there's another movie I just... You know, I lived in that town in Odessa, and I played really? football in junior high there, yeah. Really? Odessa, Texas. No joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's got to be scary. It was scary as fuck. Texas yeah. football. Was, there, no was there a football team for each grade? No, they had like junior high and then high school. They did, okay. But I mean, yeah, when in your elementary school too, they got like the junior leagues. I it's played intense. with a kid. I All the high school coaches came to the junior high. You know? But I mean, yeah. but I mean, but you had a stadium, they like, like a recruit. legit stadium, right? 
Yeah, 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 like with AstroTurf and shit. You know? <laughs> I did not have that in no, Brothers. No, when I had metal bench. When I was athlete <clears throat> of the year. This <laughs> twice mentioned. <laughs> this '80s rapper is currently mm, best Zane, known. Zane Will Smith. No. <laughs> this on. '80s rapper is currently rapper? best known for his 19-year <sighs> run on Law and Order SVU. Oh shit. Oh, I know who that is. I mean, oh, Ice-T? That's correct. Damn it. Brian's making a comeback over here. <laughs> okay. you, you should probably stop Ice answering tea, Will Smith. Yeah, but at some point, <laughs> at some point, you're going to have one that's Will Smith. I know. No, he's not on here. Really? I don't know. Maybe he is. <laughs> this, this one might be easy for you. I, I feel like you're going to get the Go ahead. Will Smith. No. <laughs> this leader of the Funky Bunch was oh, yeah. nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in the 2006 Zane. film The Departed. Zane. Yes. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. That would be Mark Wahlberg. Of Funky Of, Marky, of, Marky, of, of Wahlbergers. Wahlbergers. Funky Bunch. So was he, he wasn't yeah. in it. Uh, what a New Kids on the Block. The Funky Bunch. The Funky no. Bunch. His uh, brother. No, no, no. He was in New Kids he on was. the Block. Bro- he was. His brother. He was briefly. Okay. Yeah. But his brother was like a full-time member. Donnie. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. All right. Number nine. He was in the sixth sense. Sixth sense. Donnie Wahlberg? Donnie. Is he the crackhead at the beginning? Uh-huh. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> This bad boy has been nominated for two Zane. Oscars. Yes, Zane. Martin Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> Is that your answer? Will Smith. Yeah, all right, Zane. Ah, what's finally the, got him. What's the score? What's, what's the score? Uh, let's see. Uh, One, two, three. We're not four, keeping five. score. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fine. You better believe it. I'm five to four. Okay. Question 10. In the 1976. I'm sorry. In, Zane. Yes. Chris Christopherson. Nope. Damn it. In 1976, this music legend earned acclaim for his role, his first major film role, by portraying Thomas Jerome Newton, an alien from a dying planet, in The Man Who Fell to Earth. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I mean, I already answered, so he gets one. Do you know it? I'll, I'll give you a hint. Wait, 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 don't, wait. Ask the question again. In 1976, this music legend earned acclaim for his first major film role, portraying Thomas Jerome Newton, an alien from a dying planet, in The Man Who Fell to Earth. Man, I don't even know that movie. Do you know that he movie? He also played... Okay, here we It's go. a great movie. Here we go. He also played Nikola Tesla in the film The Prestige. I didn't realize this was going to be that wait, hard. sorry. Mm-mm. I know this. I, I just watched it. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was in that movie? No, wait. Yes, he was. Not um, Hugh Jackman. No. He just passed away about uh, a year, two years ago. He just passed British away? British artist. I don't know. A British artist. Ground I'm, control I'm to Major sure. Tom? Yeah, David no. Bowie. David Bowie, I'm giving it to Ryan. But that creates a problem. Tie? Because it's tied. Damn it. It's a, oh, man. I'm so mad at myself for not getting that one. Okay, uh, my tiebreaker. Okay, go ahead. This singer. Okay. This should win an Oscar. Once wore a meat dress to some party. Ryan. Yes, Ryan. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is oh, correct. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Ryan's the winner. Send him a jacket, bro. Oh. <laughs> jacket. All right. No, you get a jacket. You're going you're gonna to get a jacket regardless for, for, your, for your rodeo accolades. All right. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad my voice hung out to the end of this one. Just barely. Just squeaking it out. <laughs> squeaking it out. I sound so cool. So, so at Ryan Bingham on Twitter and Facebook, uh, at Ryan Bingham underscore official on Instagram, and of course, RyanBingham.com. And then the album comes out when again? February 15th. February, and I 15th. saw that you're doing a, a collectible vinyl colored vinyl and I can't remember it's exclusive to like yeah I should know this you're gonna, you're gonna try to you're gonna ask, I wanna get that vinyl but is this you asking for one 
No, I was going to buy it. You should say They're only making like 700 of them. You say you'll trade it's a, a red and blue vinyl. Say you'll trade a jacket for it. I'll trade a jacket for it. There you go. Yes. Awesome. All right, go get the album. You will love it. Or, I mean, you can go on right now to YouTube and just check out some of his awesome music. Then you'll want his album for sure. What was your first car? Uh, was it the Cavalier? No, it was a... a rabbit? Rabbit, yeah. Okay. Every car comes with a share of stories. Did you, you have stories about that? I'm not necessarily... I don't necessarily want to hear them. I just want to know that you have stories. Don't ask me questions and then be mean about my stories. <laughs> so, like, that ding in your bumper... Did you have a ding in your bumper? No, I didn't have any dings in my bumper no. until you put them in there. <laughs> and you put them in there with Josh when you were loading equipment Okay, so you're all about car. you're all about saving. So the mileage you save and all the things. So, so the stuff that I do to detract from the value and the things that you do to add to the value. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can't put a price tag on your stories, but with TrueCar, you can at least find out what your car is worth... But it's time to sell it or trade it in. So go to TrueCar, simply enter in your license plate number, and watch how your car's details pop up. Then just answer a few questions, navigation, moonroof. Did you have moonroof in your rabbit? This is convertible. It was a convertible. High mileage. What was the mileage on that? Oh, God, I don't know. Tons. So you already knew it was going to cost you, but now you'll know how much of a hit it'll be so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent to you in minutes that you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So... I missed that car. <laughs> so, when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, go to True Car today. You can actually go in there right now and find that find exact it? car. You no, can find there's it. no way it still you drives. You don't know that. But you can like find the equivalent of it. When we got it, and that was like a hundred years ago. <laughs> True Cash offer not available in all states. Well, you're here. Might as well join us. Welcome to Zane's World. So, I mean, look, a cool guy or what? I mean, oh, for sure. Would you say that he's cooler than I was gonna say me, but I don't me? want. I, at some point, <laughs> I, I don't want to hear the answer. These, your these men come me? in here and you you get like intimidated because they're so manly. Like that guy could fix anything. <laughs> a wild animal. Yeah, you're right. Like, like that's the kind of guy. Like, and if, you like get like a splinter, and you're like, oh. Let me let me. So you tell me if the, if I'm painting the correct picture here. Okay. Uh, your your car breaks down. Yep. The, it's steaming, right? Yep. You pull over. With me, I pull over, and I yep. open the hood, and I'm looking at it, and that's m- me signaling to people that that I need help. <laughs> <Come> help. <laughs> okay. yeah. He does the same thing. He opens it and he fixes it with a rag or that's piece correct. of duct tape, duct tape or whatever. Yeah. While While singing. Singing. Bad ass song. Yeah. Then he, then he drives home on the roof like it's a bucking bronco or something like that. You were saying that you you know about T Bone Burnett, and so do you, Steve. I guess, huh? Well, I told you, oh, yeah. you you mentioned he was on, and then I said that I just looked him up because of True Detective. Right. The theme song to that, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then, it, you know, he's doing the music for True Detective. And, yeah. And I looked him up and Crazy Heart and all that. And so that's why, as soon as you talked about him, I was like, oh, I just looked him up on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Steve, how did you know about T-Bone Burnett? Or you just, did you just Wikipedia something? I mean, he's, uh, he's probably one of the, probably the biggest music credit in Hollywood. I mean, his, uh, his name comes across for music producer on nearly every fucking movie. I think he wow. spends a lot of time in the garage, like looking at shit. You know, I yeah, but I don't think it involves like information. I just think it like involves like he did. He did all the music for uh, Johnny Cat or uh, Cash with uh, Walk the Line. Phoenix. Oh, Walk the Line. Yeah, every, okay. every cool movie like that, he's done. Yeah, but but these are all the theme here is westerns, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, well, that's kind of western, Steve. Southern if, western, Steve. If you were in your garage and you yeah. were drinking. As you do, so Steve, Steve has. So Who Steve, does it? What are, what are garages for? You have a drink, you have a beer. Come on, goes I mean, out there, like, have a bloody. I, I, I called him the other day. He then he hits Facetime. He Facetimes me. He's sitting. He's drinking wine. 
I'm like, where are you? He's like, in my garage. I'm like, what are you doing? And he pulls the phone back. He's sitting on his riding mower in the <laughs> middle of winter because it was like the best seat in the garage. And he's just sitting there drinking Very wine, cool. hanging out, I guess calling friends or I something. I pictured like couches and like a whole man. No, okay. no, 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 no. Just no, on no. the riding no, mower. This is like a working garage situation. <laughs> yeah, Maybe go ahead, Steve. Maybe next year we'll get the loft tuned up. We'll have a little man land up there. But right now it's lawnmowers and coldness. But I definitely know man cave. I don't know man Steve, land. you have like the biggest house. House. Like, there's so many places you could be sitting drinking. Steve, how many square oh, feet well, is your house? Out inside too. Steve, how many square feet is your house? A lot. He has to do the math. Uh, it's like, I, it's, uh, 6, it's like uh, my house is like seven thousand square feet. Exactly. Yeah. That's is that a including? Lot of is that including get, the guest wine. house? No. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> this is what happens saying. when you move to. Yeah, we have a big old farmhouse built in 1716. It's amazing. It's, so it's, like, wow. and it's, it's our dream And home. by the way, it's a beautiful house. How, what's your land? How much land do you have? We have two acres. Two he's acres. A he's a landowner. He, oh, he's a, he's a oh. landowner? I mean, you know. That's why he's the, got that mower. He's got to take care of the land. Of he's got yeah. to have a mower. Steve, how, do you, how long is your driveway? Like, don't sit here and do the math, but like generally no, speaking. No, our driveway is not far. It's, a, you know, like a couple hundred feet, you know, to the road. We're okay. right. The, the one bad Mine's thing six is feet, so a, that is long. We have a beautiful house, but we're right on like the main corner. Okay. But but, but it's when, okay because we're up on a hill and we just look down on all the craziness and laugh okay. at it. It's awesome. <laughs> I can in, walk in down the never happened. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, so, Steve, if you, um, like, have you had a snowstorm yet? Yes, we're having one right now. Okay, great. So, what are you going to do to get the snow off the driveway? I shovel it. Well, come on, you don't, oh, you don't, wow. you don't shovel a hundred foot driveway. That's not. That I isn't. shovel, I shovel every square, and then I got up top. I have a basketball court and the whole turnaround area, so it takes me like two and a half hours to shovel it by hand. No, come but on, I do it you're not shoveling time. like one of those, like a like a pushy plow sort of thing. No, I have a shovel. It's a red handled shovel with a black, you know, shovel. Not, and, and one that I'd like to scoop. see that. I, mean, I don't believe it. Yeah, it's a 200 foot driveway. Yeah. He likes exercise like that. That's kind of swear to God. Weird, weird swear stuff. to God, I do it. Swear. It's uh, I I could get a uh, plow for the front of my mower, but yeah. I'm waiting for my uh, my sh- check for between the sheets, and then I'll get one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. So by the way, between the sheets, which is uh, soon to be on Drink TV, is Steve's show. Steve has a TV show. This is the after show of the My show masked as Dane's show. That's exactly what it is. All right, let's let's let everybody go. But one last thing before we do go. Did you have anything you want to talk about, Chris? Oh, just that you're locked in now. Your listeners know you're locked in. We, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Check back in in a couple months. Yeah, no, a month. You're, gonna, you're, you're back here in a month. Okay. I'll put it in the calendar. Right. You come in, and we're going to talk about what I've been doing, and then we'll laugh because Josh will be heavy. The same. Just, yeah, just yeah. one pound. Just okay. by one pound. And then Steve will probably be 173. Well, you got to bring me out for a workout. Can you? We'll do some live podcast, and maybe I'll do like a week workout there. It'd be awesome. I mean, that could I be would, funny. It, I don't, I don't like know. Let's do it. I would like to. Okay. I would like to see you put Steve through workout. Yes, I would. Good. Yeah. Could you make oh, someone yeah. throw up if you – I mean, have you done that? Pretty easy. Yeah? Yeah. All right. But, well, it depends on what they did the night before. No, no, no it doesn't, doesn't matter. Not no, because not there's not so many times where I've been like, oh, I hate you so fucking much, Chris. <laughs> and I'd be like, and I want to be like, I'm going to throw up, but I can't say that because I know he'll make me do something else. So I'm just like, oh. I hate but she you. never does. She's very tough. 
She's, yeah, she's very, yeah. Right. Anyway, all right. So our no, last segment, Steve. Shit. What is eating Steve this week? What is eating me? Nothing. He's, I think we should switch that segment to what is Steve eating? Steve's because <laughs> he's not losing weight. I think we do Steve's bloody segment. Okay, Steve's bloody segment. It sounds <laughs> yeah. like you cut a piece of his penis off. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And, that, you want and to that's what's eating <laughs> Steve. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on the show today, Steve from Philly. Chris, thank you very much for coming in. Thank and, you. And putting the motivation back into me. Thank you for to Ryan Bingham and then Mel for always gracing us with her presence. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors who bring our podcast to you free every week, specifically True Car and Hotel Tonight. Please support them because they support us. Find out more about our sponsors in the podcast description of this week's episode. Oh, yes. you need to talk about cats. You want to talk about cats? Well, we have two new cats today. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us <laughs> the podcast. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Zane We're out. Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends and don't forget to leave us a rating and review. It's time to get in shape with Ben Greenfield Fitness on Podcast One. Tune into the latest health, fitness, and multi-sport research, non-run-of-the-mill interviews with exercise and medicine professionals, and new cutting-edge content from the top personal trainer and wellness coach in the nation. You've heard me talk about uh, using infrared light and red light therapy, guys, uh, on your skin, cellulite. Uh, I was going to say ladies, but guys have cellulite too. Download Ben Greenfield Fitness every Wednesday on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Right now, when you come in and switch to T-Mobile, you get the amazing iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. <sighs> Aren't these mountains majestic? Joe, are you even looking? I'm posting these amazing pics I took with my iPhone 11 Pro. It has three cameras. Whoa, those pics are amazing. And you have service too? T-Mobile. Their newest signal goes farther than ever before. Uh, then you can look up whether these are bear tracks, right? Or we could just run. Come to a T-Mobile store today and get iPhone 11 Pro on us with iPhone XS trade-in. And right now, get four lines for just 30 bucks a line with AutoPay. Switch today. Contact us if you cancel or credits may stop in full price due, plus taxes and fees via 24 monthly credits for well-qualified customers with qualifying service and finance agreement. Zero down with trade-in plus 3125 times 24 months. Pre-credit price $999.99. APR while supplies last. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!